Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning everyone and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas and once again we're coming in July from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups of the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe. Please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So this is part three of my series on AI. So the first part, we talked about why AI is so bad. The second part, we talked about how people are clamoring for attention on the internet. And now we're going to talk a little bit about how that attention, how people clamor for attention. Now, everybody knows, well, I think this is intuitive, that negativity hits people more than positivity, right? I mean, we are, as a species, designed to seek out threats. Anything that could kill us or hurt us. That is the first thing that pops into our mind. So when we walk into a new situation, when we walk into a new situation, we immediately scan for threats. It's almost completely intuitive. There is no thinking involved. We look for threats. We look for in negativity. And of course, the news media gets this. That's why if it bleeds, it leads. We are very receptive to negativity. When there's negativity out there, we, it comes to us, at least that's the first thing. Like if you could see a positive outcome and a negative outcome, the negative outcome is the one that comes in front of you. People are more afraid to lose something than they are to not gain something. Negativity captures more attention than positivity. So if negativity captures more attention than positivity, how do people on the internet, in the news media, anyone who's communicating over the internet capture more attention? Straightforward, isn't it? You capture more attention by being negative, by being shocking. Do you remember the old Howard Stern shock jock sort of thing? And they thought, well, this is so weird. This is so strange. We got this guy on the, on the radio waves and he's saying these things nobody else will say. And it was such a shock. Well, we don't have that anymore. Now we have a million Howard Sterns out there all trying to shock and awe their audience as much as they possibly can so that they can be heard, so that they can capture some attention. So what's happening? Their attention is not, they, they can't capture any attention. So they're being more and more shocking, more and more negative in their communications online. So when it comes to public communications between individuals who don't know each other, the first thing people do is that they're negative so that they can capture attention. 
And once they've captured the attention, then they hope that they can continue to capture the attention. And since they've captured their attention by being negative, they continue to be negative in order to continue to capture that attention. But what happens to us? What happens to all of us who get fed negative stuff day after day after day after day? So all of our communications, all of our interactions are negative because we're trying to capture attention. And we know that capturing attention, it's easier to capture attention with negativity. So if that's the case, we're all being negative on the internet. This is why people, when there's a negative thing, clamor for it, scream for it, pay attention to it. So what do we do? We create more negative negativity. We create more clamor. We yell louder and we yell even more negatively, even louder until we get paid attention. And some of us just keep going on and on and on and we never get paid attention. And some of it has to do with the curation because the curation is designed to keep your eyeballs stuck. Why do you think your Facebook feed is the way it is? Your Facebook feed is the way it is, is because they're trying to get you to be addicted to the feed, which is why they keep putting stuff in the feed that he thinks that you will drag your attention. And some of it could be positive and negative, but it probably skews negative because that grabs your attention more. You see what I'm saying? So let's put it all together. We've got the AIs learning from human interaction. We've got humans clamoring for attention. And now we have the reason or what kind of communications capture attention is negativity. So is it any wonder that when we are on the internet, when we communicate on the internet with random individuals who are not somebody we know, we are negative because we're trying to capture their attention. So these giant corpuses or corpi of data interactions that AI is using to create its own set of interactions, how it thinks we should act towards each other are terrible because we're all horrible to each other. And the reason we're all horrible to each other is because we're trying to get each other's attention. So if you think about it, the reality is, is that we should not be using current internet corpuses of data to train AI if we want truly good AI that does good to the human race. What do we need to do with AI so that they can actually do good for us? I'll tell you tomorrow. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.